What's up, guys? It's Pete Mundo of HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Every week this podcast is growing. Our downloads improve because of you. This week's interview with Dreamia Smith, the former West Virginia Mountaineers running back. This aired on our radio show in Oklahoma, Texas, West Virginia, and Kansas. And now here is the podcast version. Please do rate, review, subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play helps us out so much. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the interview. We continue on Heartland College Sports Weekly. I'm Pete Mundo, and we're joined by former West Virginia Mountaineers running back Dreamus Smith, giving us a few minutes of his time. Dreamus, really appreciate it. And let's start off with you, obviously. You've, you've bounced around between a couple of NFL teams. I spent this past season on the Patriots practice squad. What's the latest for you in your NFL venture? Uh, I got a few things in line working out right now. Um, just signed with a new agency, um, so looking to get a clean, a fresh start with everything. Um, so, I mean, everything is going good. I know OTA start within the next month or so, so pretty sure I'm going to have some workouts coming out before that and, you know, just hope for the best and, and hopefully, you know, I get signed. Well, Dreamus, you've been obviously with a couple of the premier franchises in the NFL, the Steelers uh, and then the Patriots. Earlier, you were with the Chargers. Just the vibe that you've gotten from those two places. I know you haven't necessarily been in the huddle yet with uh, Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady, but what has been the vibe in being part of such uh, two legendary NFL franchises? Uh, man, it's been a great vibe, actually. It, it, you know, you kind of get a, a great look on, you know, how those, how, how those guys work, you know, uh, not just in the building, but, you know, out of the building, uh, you know, how much time they spend, you know, studying film. And, you know, a lot of work is done in the classrooms. And then, of course, when the field comes, you know, it, it just happens naturally. So, you know, I've learned a lot just being up under those guys, just seeing how they work. And, you know, I just, you know, hope to continue that uh, that same learning experience that I learned from those guys. And hopefully I can, you know, pass it down to other people. Absolutely. Now, you know, you're right on the cusp there being on a couple of practice teams. What's something that you're looking to either improve on or work on this offseason to have that breakthrough that you're looking for? Uh, I've been really focusing on uh, my agile movement, uh, just, you know, setting the defender up, you know, <clears throat> getting them to uh, bite one way and then, you know, going the opposite way and then getting north and south uh, real fast. Uh, you know, I've heard a lot of comments about, you know, I lack that coming out of college. So I've been working on it uh this whole off season. So, you know, hopefully when teams bring me in for workouts, uh, they can see that I have been working on that and, you know, they like what they see. Draymond Smith, our guest, former West Virginia Mountaineers running back, giving us a few minutes on Heartland College Sports Weekly. Dreamus, uh, let's go back to your decision. It's funny, you know, you were down to West Virginia and Oklahoma State, a couple of Big 12 schools after uh, Butler Community College. When you think back to that decision, uh, how did West Virginia – pull you away from Oklahoma State? Uh, uh, I kind of, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, it was just a decision that, you know, I, <clears throat> that I wanted to make best, uh, best for me, uh, put me in the best situation. Um, I mean, everything, you know, worked out okay, I guess. It didn't go exactly how I wanted it, but, I mean, that's, life isn't perfect, but, you know, it could have went completely different, um, just wasn't on the same page with, you know, coaches and, and everything. So, it was, I mean, it was a rough two years, but, you know, I don't complain about it. Uh, I still, you know, was successful and everything worked out. And, you know, I've always told myself, you know, I don't never want to 
regret anything in life, but you know, I, that, that that decision would have came up again. It probably would have went differently, but you know, you know, like I said, I, it's just, a, you know, I still was successful, so I don't really complain about it. Is it just, uh, was just not getting enough carries, enough chances to, to flash your ability? Yeah, what's, uh, was, what's your regret? It was, uh, I mean, my first year, you know, it was, you know, we, we just kind of switched the tempo going into my sophomore year. You know, a lot of backs was going in and out and you really couldn't get your, you know, your groove going, you know, a big play isn't going to happen. You know, the first time you touch the ball, you know, it's going to take a drive, a series, you know, but you know, they would never let a guy get into the flow. And then, you know, so every time I would get in, you know, my mindset would be, you know, to, you know, I got to possibly make a breakout play, you know, to show that I need to be in more. So, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, those days are over. But um, like I said, I'm just moving forward on with, you know, my NFL career now. Absolutely. So um, when when you think back to, you know, you, you see this now all the time. You bring up an interesting point in college and in pros where there's no more of that feature back. It's so much of, you know, guys are in and out. And I think it, it puts a lot of pressure on players. Like you mentioned, you got to go in there and break off a 50-yard run to feel good about yourself. Is is that something that you're seeing in the NFL as well as college that maybe is a little concerning? Um, I mean, in some way, yes. But at the same time, you know, it it puts the defense. You know, it, it makes it makes it hard on the defense. You know, to get into the right you know scheme or play. You know, when they see a back that's in the slot, and then they also see a back that's in the backfield. You know, you have to kind of worry about you know can this back run a route just like a receiver, uh, or is he just a decoy? You know, so. You know, it, it has its goods and its bads, but, you know, like I said, uh, everybody's starting to do it now. You know, you just got to catch on board with it, and, you know, it's going to take some work. You know, I was growing up, you know, I, I very rarely played, you know, receiver, but, you know, as I got to West Virginia, you know, that stuff slightly started happening. But then, you know, even when I got active, you know, with the Chargers, you know, when I first got into the game, my first play was at slot receiver. So, I mean – you just got to learn both positions and, you know, nowadays football. So, I mean, there's really no one person getting to the groove. You know, you have your first and second down back and then, you know, here comes your third down back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if it's fourth and short, you know, here comes the fourth down back, which is, you know, the power back to get that one yard gain for you. And then it starts all back over with your starter. So, I mean, it's a lot of different, you know, systems that's being used in today's football. So you just got to, you got to know everything. How much have you been uh, working on some of your pass catching? Like you said, you know, you did a little bit in college, especially that final year with the Mountaineers, but is that something you've also been focusing on over the last couple of seasons? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in and out on jug machines. Um, I catch myself doing stuff with the receivers that I know for a fact that I would never do in the game. But like I said, you never know. you got to always put it in the back of your mind that, you know, I could be in this position one day. So you always want to be prepared for it. But, yeah, I do catching drills, uh, tennis ball drills. Um, I do all that stuff that, you know, receivers do just in case that my number is called, you know, to somewhat go to receiver. I'm always ready. Former West Virginia Mountaineers running back Dreamus Smith, our guest here on Heartland College Sports Weekly. Uh, Dreamus, that backfield you were in at West Virginia, you touched on it a little bit, but yourself, Russell Shell, Wendell Smallwood have all gotten looks at the NFL level. Uh, when you look back on that time, how tough was it uh, for not just yourself but the coaching staff to kind of get you guys all what is ultimately uh, one ball that has to be shared? Uh, it was it, it was it was tough, you know, for us as players and even as coaches. You know, it, you know when Dale showed that you know that flashiness, that you know agile movement that was great. 
Uh, he can even line up at receiver. So, you know, it makes it makes it hard on the coaches because, you know, that's somebody you want to play. But then myself and uh, Russell Shell, you know, we, we brought, you know, the boom, I should say. You know, we would come in and we would get those tough seven and eight yards. And then as that drive continues, we would show our, uh, our, our speed that we – you know, that we're able to have and, you know, break a 60, 70 yard play. And then if they wanted us at receiver, we could do it too. So it was a tough decision, you know, for coaches, myself, Russell and Wendell. Uh, we all, you know, just tried to work together and, you know, and, and, and get through it. But I mean, you know, everything wasn't pretty, you know, we, we've had our arguments, we've had our, you know, of course cameras won't show it, but you know, we've had our heads being bumped over there, you know, no, let me get this series. No, let me get, you know, we all had that urge to play. So, it was just, at the end of the day, it's always the coach's decision. So, you know, we just had to wait until our number was called. Yeah, and and how uh, how did Coach Holgerson, because he was calling the plays back then, how did he typically handle that with you guys in the sidelines? Um, it, it, Well, Holgerson really, you know, his, his play, he was, like you said, you know, the play caller, but, you know, it was really, you know, Coach Sider, uh, you know, he would, you know, make that decision really who, who's going in on this series, who's going in you know, for this, you know, specific play or, you know, if, if a, a certain play was coming up and he he thinks that a certain bag is better at running it and he had put that back in. So, I mean, Hogerson just, you know, he wanted the best player out there to get the play done. But, you know, Hogerson has always preached, you know, he don't care who it is. If you can get it done, go out there. Yeah. You know, he, he's never going to stop anybody from, you know, showing what they can do. Uh, so, you know, you know, it really was, you know, our position coach, but, you know, like I said, you know, he was in tough situations also, but, you know, we all, you know, think stuff could have got handled differently, but like I said, you know, it's in the past and, you know, we're all moving forward now. Absolutely. Dreamus Smith, our guest. Uh, Dreamus, you look back to your time at Butler Community College. Obviously, it's, you know, night and day We think when you think of JUCO versus uh, D1 ball at the FBS level versus especially the NFL. So when you think back at your time at Butler Community College, what's like the craziest story or whatever it might be that, uh, you know, you look back on now and kind of shake your head at what was just a different level of football? Uh, well, first and foremost, Butler was the best time of my life. That you know, I signed the KU out of high school. Uh, didn't work out for me. Uh, you know, I was real excited to come in with the whole Turner Gill and his staff, uh, but it didn't work out. So, you know, when players hear about the JUCO route, you know, everything just changes. You know, they fall into a little slum. They don't, you know, school really just isn't important anymore. And but. You know, when I was at Butler, you know, Troy Moore, our head coach, you know, he is a great leader. I'm, I'm. You know, and that's that's talking from the heart. You know, I I love him, and you know, Butler was just a great experience for me. It was a place to showcase talent. Um, but you work, you know, like it's a Division One school. You know, they don't cut slack. You know, just because yeah. it's you know labeled JUCO, Junior College, you got to come in and work. You know, you got to earn your spot. You know, just like you would have to do at a Division One level. So, you know, I, I always tell myself if I can go back and play those two years, I would, you know, love to do that. You know, won a national championship and then uh, with a national championship runner-up. You know, those are times, you know, that you would love, you know, to uh, have again. So Butler was great for me, man. I, w- I would go back if I could. That's awesome. Dreamus Smith, our guest. So if Dreamus Smith was not playing football right now, what would he be doing? Um. Well, it's funny you ask that. You know, this whole offseason – this past season has been, you know, on and off, on and off, you know, with teams. So 
I kind of had to find something that I would, you know, love to get up and, you know, have that energy for like I, you know, would do for football. So I actually, it's funny, I'm about to say this, but I actually, you know, enjoy, you know, buying properties and, you know, renting them out and, and, you know, negotiating stuff like that. So, you know, I have a couple of properties here in Wichita, Kansas. Um, and then, you know, I like to train also. I always like to give back, you know, any type of knowledge that I've learned, um, any type of lessons I've learned in life. It doesn't even have to be football. Um, I speak at schools. You know, I speak to kids. Uh doesn't even have to be athletes. So, you know, that type of stuff right there is the stuff I wasn't able to have growing up. So I always told myself when I get into a position where I can give – you know, back what was uh, not given to me, then I would love to do that. So, you know, when I'm not playing, I'm you talking to kids, talking to schools, and, and, and checking on my properties. That's awesome. So is, is coaching something that would interest you, or is it more on the training side? Um, You know, I actually, you know, like both. Um, I've actually had, you know, a couple of junior college schools reach out to me, you know, for the running back coach. Um Glenville State in West Virginia offered me a running back coach. Uh, West Virginia has offered me, or not off, I shouldn't say offer, but, you know, wanted me to come be a GA. Um, Nebraska's reached out to me. So, I, you know, I know those opportunities are there, uh, but I've explained to them, you know, football in my mind isn't over yet, but, you know, when it completely is, uh, then I would highly consider most likely being the coach. That's awesome. So it sounds like, you know, you still have a pretty good relationship with everyone over there in Morgantown, and, and that's a great connection to continue to have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even though some stuff, you know, went, you know, the way, like I said, you know, the way I didn't want it to go, you know, I made sure that I kept a good relationship because I know you never know who you might need later on down the line. So Absolutely. I made sure, yeah, I made sure everything, you know, stayed on a positive level and, you know, kept my emotions inside. And so, you know, like I said, when football's completely done, I, I wouldn't hesitate at all to pick up my phone and call those guys. That's great. Dreamus, uh, last thing, you're, you know, we asked a couple of guys that we've had on, former uh, West Virginia players, what was your favorite spot down on High Street or anywhere in Morgantown? <laughs> uh, uh, it would have to be the hibachi place, the restaurant. All right. We went there literally. It was literally a Monday through Friday thing. Like, <laughs> you know, cat food was great, but, you know, sometimes we would get tired of it and we would drive 10 minutes to a hibachi place and we would order up the menu. Like, it got to the point where every chef knew our names and, so we just, you know, I took advantage of that place. It was times I would wake up at nine o'clock just to go up there and eat. So that place right there, that place is a place that I would go back and visit anytime. Oh, uh, that's great. He's Dreamus Smith, former West Virginia Mountaineer running back. And Dreamus, really appreciate it. Can't thank you enough and uh, best of luck. No problem. Thank you for having me. Great stuff there with Dreamus Smith, the former West Virginia running back. If you liked what you heard, Rate, review, subscribe, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We're on all the platforms. Also, I'll send you free koozies. If you rate and review us, send me a screenshot of your review, and then you got free koozies going to your front door. You can't beat it. You cannot beat it. I'm running out of koozies, so do it fast. Talk to you guys soon.